Bodo, 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 Bodo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Other like podcasts should have us write their intros. I know. Yeah, we could do that. I'm in the middle of writing a bunch of beats right now. That's right. You're telling me about that. Yeah. Got like uh, six of them done. So I got nice. four more. Me and me and Drew did two of them. Uh, uh, the ones that we did. Because the people that want them, they want them to sound kind of scary and creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, like real dissonant, like hey, 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 you know that kind of stuff. Raw, yeah. Raw, raw. <laughs> and uh, so most of them are like that. But then uh, I so the way we've been doing it is like I've I've just like when I come up with like a little drum loop, like a little eight bar loop, I'll just lay it down and then. I'll go back to it like a day later and try to write something on it. But I had written this cumbia beat, so it was like boom, ga boom, ga boom, ga boom, ga boom, ga boom, ga, you know, like that. Yeah. And oh, Colombia. Yeah, yeah. So like I, <laughs> I wrote one of those and I laid it down and then I sat there and I listened to it and I was like, I don't know what to do on that. I'll come back to it. And a day later, came back. And I was like, I don't really listen to cumbia music. I don't really know how yeah. it sounds or how it starts or like what instruments they use pretty sure there are horns in there yeah uh, a lot of percussion a shitload of percussion yeah like uh there's usually like 10 or 12 percussion parts going on like shakers and like you know that kind of stuff yeah so like yeah, I, I got drew over clave and he of course you know he knew instantly what to do yeah oh yeah and i got this man yeah we uh we hooked up the the little share mic that we do the remote podcast with yeah and we did like eight or ten percussion tracks, like real percussion tracks on it. And so it ends up, it's not, it doesn't even sound like a hip hop song, really. It sounds <laughs> like a pop song. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And it just sounds like a Colombian pop song. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> totally <laughs> different than all the scary shit I've been writing. But <laughs> whatever. I still haven't decided if I'm gonna give them that one because it's so different than the rest. But yeah, I also kind of just want to be done. So I might just what would they commission eight songs or something from you? Ten. Yeah. It's not bad. You're over halfway there. Yeah, and I mean I'm just writing like little four minute long, you know, verse chorus, verse chorus, verse chorus. Yeah. So you need sixteen really? bars of each. Yeah. It's all you need. Yep. So yeah, it's I'll uh, become a Snapchat junkie. Yeah. <laughs> I say that because like I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. You know what? You should start the Snapchat for the podcast because I don't 
I still don't really understand Snapchat. I've tried, and I don't know what it is because I'm uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that. Like I picked right up, made total sense. To I me. totally will. Yeah, Snapchat though. I'm just like I don't like like why can't I not see it again? Like to to me that just baffles but you can. me. <laughs> oh, see, I you just can't see that. it on your story. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all them nudies you've been sending? Yeah. They ain't gone. <laughs> you know what is going to be gone? This birrito. Birrito. From oh, the yeah. old Oscar Blues. They're brewing in, uh, they're going to brew in Austin now. I heard about that. Yeah. And uh, they partnered with uh, Cigar City out of Florida, mm-hmm. which they have the Jialai, uh why you better? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It's like green cans. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. You'll today. like that. You should definitely get some of that. The why you better, uh, which is the the Cuban shirt. Uh, it's their pale ale. They named it after a Cuban shirt. And then um, they have a lager. Yeah. But the the Jialai is the is the one. That, and apparently that's a game. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Yeah. Uh, Highlight. Highlight. Yeah. Go. It's the game where they put the the big giant scooped paddles on their hands. Oh yeah, and okay. They fucking whiz those balls at. I think it's. I think it's kind of like racquetball in a sense, where you're throwing it at. I could be totally wrong. I have no idea what the rules That's are. That's squash. You're thinking squash. Yeah, uh, but 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 I think Jalai. There's like a field, and they have to. Yeah, it's definitely with the scoop paddles. Though. Yeah, because I remember like those are like, like a the, hoop or something. Yeah, at the end of the field. I don't like, know. I, I could think, be making it up. I think highlight balls are the. Have the world record for the fastest traveling ball in a sport. Jesus, like they hit like 140 or something, because they're getting thrown out of that big paddle. Oh yeah, so like the paddle just puts this crazy spin and it gives you like a whole other. Well, you get that centrifugal force or whatever it is behind it. Physics, yeah, physics. Like um, uh, a trebuchet works off of the same uh. Same idea. Yeah. So, like, you have a catapult that just has a basket and it flings it. Yeah. Like, the trebuchet has that extra centrifugal force. Yeah, it's like a whip. Momentum. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's what actually what Bruce Lee, when he talks about the difference between a karate punch and, like, a kung fu punch. He says karate punch is like a bar. And right. And a kung fu punch is like a chain with a ball at the end of it. Oh. Pretty interesting. The more you know. Yeah. Speaking of physics, uh, I think this happened after we did the last one, but Stephen Hawking died. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck, man. He uh, he had, had a lot of really good things to contribute to society. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to read that book he wrote. Um, uh, shit. What's it called? It's, I want to read it too. One famous one, but I, I'm not sure I'm gonna understand it. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean it's I don't like know. It's like way if, beyond my level. Well, like what I like about Neil deGrasse Tyson is when he writes a science book, he dumbs it down. Or well, he writes it for everybody. Right? Yeah. yeah. He uses like layman's terms and yeah. And if he if he if he you know starts What's his to bring book? Uh, astrophysics on the go for people for on the people go in a hurry, yeah, yeah. or on the go, yeah. E- either way, yeah. But yeah, that one. Uh, like, even if he if he gets to like a kind of a complex subject, yeah, he'll take extra time to explain every part of it. You know, so he won't just lose you in like the first half of the f- chapter talking about some nonsense. Like, if he right. realizes that it's like this is a weird concept, right. like string theory or something stupid. 
I uh, or crazy. <laughs> so um, I listened to or I watched a video uh, earlier today with um, Neil deGrasse Tyson about water towers. And how they work? Uh huh. I haven't seen that yet. I saw it on my queue, like my YouTube. Queue. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's talking about like like regular water towers, you know, mm-hmm. that we see here in Texas. Um. So the way the way it works off of gravity, you have one pump and it pumps the water up into the tower, and then that tower provides enough water through gravity for everyone to have pressure in their house because the way water works, it, it wants to get to the lowest point, right? Yeah. He's talking about New York City. And in New York City, they've got water towers on top of like high rises and yeah, whatnot on each building. On each building, yeah. um, and so they pump it up to there, and then it feeds down through the top floors, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the bottom six floors, uh, I think it's if you have a building that is six stories or less, uh, then you don't need one of those. Yeah. Because their reservoir, uh, the actual reservoir, is above six the sixth story, so they had to start putting those on the high rises, the mm-hmm. wa- the water at the top of the high rises, to account for the other floors above the sixth level. Huh. So there, one's being fed through um, a water reservoir. The other one's being fed through the water. Like, like the bottom is reservoir. The top is the tower uh, from the, the tower. Top. Yeah, yeah. I've saw those in when I was in New York. Or um, yeah, they look like little, uh, you know, like little wooden huts, kind of. Yeah, and he explained the rings on them too. Mm-hmm. He said, "So let's take a water tower, and like the bands is what I'm talking about. Let's take yeah. the water tower." Let's divide it into thirds, all right? Mm. Bottom, middle, top. So the top, let's say the top weighs 500 pounds. Okay. Well, so you take one ring that, um, you take one ring that can hold 500 pounds, that can hold it all together, and you put it around. Well, that's got the top. Mm -hmm. You get to the middle. Well, the middle weighs 500 pounds plus the 500 pounds on the top. So then you you have two uh you have to put two rings on there to account for the thousand pounds five hundred each yeah well then you get to the bottom and the bottom weighs five hundred pounds plus the middle five hundred pounds plus the top five hundred pounds so it's fifteen hundred pounds weighing on the bottom yeah. so you have to put the three bands in there so when you look at it like the the spacing on the bands gets closer and closer uh the further down you get yeah and. It, I I never thought about that. I was like, that makes total fucking sense. Yeah, the pressure. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Because there's more pressure at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like when you go to bottom of a pool, and you get the whole entire pool on top of you. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, exactly. You feel it in your ears. Yeah, thirty uh, thirty three feet down is a whole other atmosphere. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a ways down though. It is, yeah. Well, yeah, you're talking about a pool. You go 10, 15 yeah. feet down in a pool. Yeah, you I know. think that's the deepest I've been is like 15. Yeah, you go down 10, 15 feet, and you have to start popping your ears to like equalize the pressure yeah, like and whatnot so you, can, so you can hang out down there. Yeah. Um, but you get, uh, you get down to about like the further down you go, the less time you can spend because uh, under that pressure, like your body absorbs gas differently. Right. Well, um, it, so, it it leaks in through your skin, I think. Like if you go super, super deep, that's why you can't come up too fast. No, no, you can't come up too fast because of depressurization. Um, so, like, 
you're breathing compressed air when when you're down there, right? Yeah. And your lungs uh, actually uh, say, you know, the the capacity in which you can breathe mm-hmm. shrinks. Yeah. Uh, because of the pressure. I mean, you're being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. So if you take a full lung of air at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Say uh, 33 feet down, a whole atmosphere down. And then you start coming up. Well, that air is going to expand because it's under less pressure. So you have to give your body time. And that happens throughout your whole body. You have to give your body time to adjust. And you have to keep breathing and blowing bubbles the whole time to release all that out. Um, And that's why there are decompression chambers. Yeah. uh, So you don't get the bins. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. in the Boy Scouts, I did a scuba class. We got yeah, junior certified. It was really cool, man. I really want to do it again. I do um, too. And or I've never done it before. Yeah, my my brother was real into scuba diving. Uh, mm-hmm. And th- like the when you get down into um, like like the real uh, probably, it's probably twenty feet and lower. I I don't know for sure, but like what like where you're almost at another atmosphere, you st- you start getting a mixture of gas between like oxygen and helium. Yeah, uh, because your body processes it different. It's really interesting to to see and and the way chemistry actually works under that pressure. Yeah, um, so that's why Jupiter is such uh, an anomaly because we don't know what's going on in yeah. there. If we could build something to withstand all that pressure and all that gravity in there, then uh, we might be able to find stuff to cure cancer or or you know. new beings you know or or something i don't know but like anything you hurl a a probe can only get so far within jupiter's atmosphere yeah uh well they were saying something like crazy uh jupiter's the core of jupiter is so dense that gases act like solids or something like that I think I'm yeah, totally see, misquoting that, but see, it's something along those lines. Yeah, like, like the, crazy. the chemical properties of the gases at the core are totally different because they're exactly. under such pressure. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what that's I'm talking crazy. about. It's, it <laughs> is crazy. It is absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. I've been watching the, or I just finished the Cosmos again. <sighs> that's so amazingly done. Like, yeah, uh, the music in it. I mean, it's like watching. Um, I mean, the music is, it feels like educational music. Like, it feels like the music is making you smarter well, somehow. Like, just listening to the music, <laughs> yeah. you're like, wow, I have my no IQ idea. just went up. Yeah, it's, like, really inspirational, you know, and it's, like, it kind of, like, it almost, like, makes you smile when you're listening to it because you're like, oh, wow, oh, wow, and the music's, like, even Whoa. playing on that emotion, you know? Yeah. And the mix with, like, the cartoons uh, to kind of explain uh so it's not just him talking, you know, it's right. like, it'll, it'll play the cartoon and like play the whole scene out what he's explaining. Uh, it's so well done. It's so awesome. Um, I love that show. I was, I was watching it the other day because I, I like to give it like about a year in between viewings because it's one of those things where if you watch it too many times, Sanchez? I just I just read my burrito says Malti Sanchez. Malti Sanchez. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Mine says oh burrito. Yeah, damn it. That's <laughs> the name of it. Son of a yeah, bitch. Oh, yeah. Ball O B. <laughs> uh but yeah, like so I like I just I like to give myself like a year in between it. So you kinda forget or slightly 
slightly forget the information, and right. then when you come back and watch it again, you're like, oh, I forgot oh, how good this yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Planet Earth like that. Mm-hmm. If you give Planet Earth a long break, and then you go back and watch it again, you're like, whoa, I forgot about I just about watched all this. Um, uh, Blue Planet uh-huh. again. You yeah. Know? And it's really interesting watching that because I, the last time I watched it was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Like it was in the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, 2002, I think, mm-hmm. when it came out. And like you watch it, you're like, man, this footage kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, the sound effects kind of suck. And yeah. then like you see, it's like, oh, 2002. Man, I remember watching this back then. And it was like, it was the shit yeah. back then, you know? Yeah. It, it it's really interesting, and the information and the stuff that they say is is really cool, man. Hell yeah! Just all the stuff that's going on in our world every day that we don't even know about. Yeah, and like totally alien things too. Like yeah, species of things that are like, what the hell is that thing? You know, we're talking about deep sea diving. Yeah, the first one is about uh, fish that live. Uh, so far down in the ocean, it's totally dark. It's totally dark. Yeah, bioluminescence, like that vampire squid. Is that yes. the one with the vampire squid? Yes. Where it's like, check this out, and they turn off the lights, and that thing's like eight arms have like little red lights at yes. the end of them, and it's just like, yeah, that is. What What's crazy to me is like a rainbow jellyfish. Like those things are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, it was just sparkling kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, it looked like it had like an LED light attached. Yeah, to it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> It's got ground effects, brah, <laughs> brah, yeah, but yeah, like the, uh, I, I, yeah, I love those shows, man. I could watch those all day. David Attenborough is the man, dude. I, his voice. Oh yeah, Sir David Attenborough. Oh my God, like it's just so. It's like he's so interesting to listen to, like the way that he delivers it, and like his tone and his timbre, and the way he his inflection. And yeah, everything. Oh yeah. Like he's got it mastered. It's like uh, you just you never get sick of waiting for him to say the next. No, thing. he definitely found his thing, and that's oh, it. Oh man, nobody's ever gonna be able to replace him either. It's no. I mean, I there's would. plenty of good voiceover guys, but yeah, but he is one that's the, very unique. What one guy that's uh, really close is Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe's awesome. Yeah, he's a big, big voiceover guy too. Yeah. Like you hear his voice a lot. Like all over the Discovery Channel, almost he's every a, show they he's have. He's got that that real soothing like baritone. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could. Talk, I wish I'd normally talk. I like know. That. He's so awesome. My voice is just annoying. Sometimes though, that low voice, like if you meet it in person, you're kind of like, oh Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. You sound fucking weird. Yeah. Like have you after it's like <laughs> not equalized and uncompressed, <laughs> yeah. and or no it's just like staring it like face to face. It's like all right, you could drop the fucking charade, like, you know? Oh like, no, wait, that's yeah. how you really talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you're kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, no, guys, guys come in all the time. Or like older men, and they're like, "I need a mic for voiceover," and I'm like. I can tell. All right, let's go fucking show you some shit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you, you they, definitely they ever, got the voice for it. They ever test out a mic like, coming to the stage, <laughs> Justin, yeah. Justin to the stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they, uh, I don't know what That'd be radio guys do now. Like, radio is kind of, uh, it's, I hate to say it, but it's a dying art. Yeah. Because well, it like, costs money. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. It, it, it that's I mean, the problem. Podcasts you know? are free, and if um, if no one's listening to the radio, yeah, you know, you can't sell ad time. Yep, I yeah. don't listen to the radio radio anymore. 
half the time, mm-hmm. like when I would listen to listen to the radio was like in my work car, and now I've got my phone synced up to it and it just plays my music on random. Yeah, I mean, I like I've I like classic rock radio. That's what I usually end up going to if I listen to radio. Oh, I do too. I used to listen to the Russ Martin show a lot, but if mm-hmm. I want to listen to someone talk, I just pull up Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or like an or another podcast. I'm gonna check on the uh, Queen of the Mist. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't want to forget that, baby. Yeah, that timer. Uh, I accidentally turned it off. Shush, ship shape. But yeah, so like that's. Um, um, oh. Yeah, I um, I'm here just sitting by myself. Blake's checking on some beer we got in the fridge or the freezer. Actually, that's why we're checking on it. You know, you know, typically put beer in the freezer. It's unless you want it cold and fast, fast and cold in the freezer. <laughs> fast and hot. Fast and hot. Uh, hot. Uh. Oh, okay. What? I didn't notice it was the same thing. As what? On the box? Is that the same as the box? Yes, these came out of the box. Okay, there were cans in the box. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Here, here, let's chug our burritos. Yeah. Cheers. Yum. Your old Mexican lager. Uh. In Texas. I don't think these are like super cold, but they're going to be cold enough. All right. So, uh, Queen of the Mist is, um, it's barrel aged salty lady re-fermented on mango. Awesome. From Martin House. Ale brewed with Himalayan pink salt and roasted coriander aged six months in fresh Cabernet Dude, if you like the sequence, you're going to like salty lady. I've had Salty Lady. Yeah. Uh, I had it at a Harvest House. Um, All right. Yeah, that's why I was interested in this, because it's just like Salty Lady, but with some... uh, Oh, that's different. Balls behind it. Mm. It's definitely different. It's definitely barrel-aged. That's weird. That's a wine barrel, all right, too. You can taste the fruit in it. Like that. It's got a wine aftertaste. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got that wine sour twinge to it. Salty Mm -hmm. Lady is... It it tastes like a sour. It really does. Like a a mild sour. Like a sour with like a hint of red wine in it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. I couldn't drink a ton of it, but like... I can't drink a ton of wine, though. I mean, I get so sick of that flavor after a while. And the oh, hangover is absolutely brutal. Yeah, fuck that shit. I mean, I, my hangovers from beer and liquor are bad enough, but wine with the added sugar, Jesus Christ. That yeah. fucks me up bad. I'm getting sick. Like, if I get beer or liquor hangover, it's just kind of a headache, and I'm sort of out of it. Dehydrated, mostly. If... For me, it depends on the liquor and if I've only been drinking liquor. If it's like a better liquor, like the Clyde Mays, when I mm-hmm. took down that bottle, I didn't have a hangover the next day. That's that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it makes me think, God damn, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> or you just be like, 
Damn, I'm gonna get another bottle of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the store. Clyde ain't gonna let oh, me oh, down now. Damn, Clyde, you hangover proof, dude. Yeah, it just, I thought it was funny because I was Snapchatting that night too and just, yeah. It, it, as the Snapchat goes, I should have saved all those pictures because, like, you, you was like, me and my buddy Clyde tonight. You know, <laughs> later on, Clyde. I always got my back. You know, there's 25% of the bottle gone. There's only 25% left in the next one. It's like, Clyde, where'd you go? <laughs> you left me all alone. This is me and my guitar. Yeah. We're just sitting by ourselves. Yeah. Writing songs. And I don't know where my pants are. <laughs> Writing songs and crying. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Clyde. Uh, yeah. Whiskey'll do that, dude. Like uh, it'll get you emotional. Oh, dude. <laughs> See what I'm getting to the point now, and I don't I know if this is a good whiskey. thing, but this is why I don't drink that often, but I uh I've starting to discover or it's it hasn't always happened to me, but as I get older, like I'm becoming more and more of like a blackout drunk. Like when I get when I hit a certain point, I black out. Oh yeah, and it happens. It doesn't happen every time, but it happens frequently. Yeah, and I mean, luckily, I'm not a fucking asshole, and I don't do. I, I'm not, you know, a cast member, a jackass. Like, I'm not gonna do something <laughs> that's gonna like hurt me or hurt Very someone well else. Put. Very yeah. well put. <laughs> or like, uh, I'm not gonna fucking drunk text. Oh, I know. do that. I drunk text. Yeah, I. I I, every now and then I'll post Sometimes. something on social media or like if I start getting real buzzed, I'll post like a string of things. So there'll be like four posts in the matter, like 20 minutes. And it's just funny shit I came up with. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, put that too. Yeah. And then I realized you like, fuckers <laughs> are going to love this. <laughs> and I'm just scrolling through my news feed. Got- it's all me. I'm like, what the fuck? God Even I'm sick of myself. God did it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, um, God I get to a certain point and I just like I, I lose time. And I just think it's because I'm getting older. It's just how my body reacts to it now. Uh, very well could be. And, I mean, because I'm, you know, I, I drink maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and my idea of drinking is usually having like a beer or two after work just to kind of wind gotcha. down, you know. Yeah. Like, I get drunk here doing yeah. this, you know. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that's my one fucking then night we go to out. go crazy. Yeah, so like I... Uh, yeah, but I've I've had to, I mean I, I I say I've had to tone it back, but I I don't have to tone it back. I just I need to when I do finally start to get drunk, I need to like be a little bit more. You, you got to know where I'm that doing. threshold is. Yeah, I need to find it because I don't know where it's. Because <laughs> honestly, no matter yeah. how much I drink, I don't get blackout drunk. Like it's freaky, I, man. It's I, I weird. Mean, when I wake up the next day, I'm fuzzy and hazy. Yeah. But like as the day progresses, I start remembering shit. Yeah. Like, Oh fuck! I did that. Oh fuck! I okay. That was kind of funny. Yeah. 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 Was, no, I mean yeah. it's usually it's mostly like um, it's not really when I'm out either. Like I I usually remember most of the stuff when we're out. It's only when uh, it's most of the time when I'm like in transit or in in route home or like the yeah. hour that I'm home before I go to bed. Well, it, well. At that point in time, like in transit, you're on, you're in auto on oh, autopilot. Yeah. Oh yeah. So your your brain's like, okay, okay, sh- we're shutting down all the systems that aren't necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, like there'll be this. times where like a 
I'll like on nights, uh, like on Saturday nights. Sometimes when we do these podcasts, I'll I'll get on the train and I'll get home, uh, or I'll get off the train, either ride my bike home or or, I, or walk you know or take a lift or something. I take that back. I I have been blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Now that you mentioned in transit, so there was one night I went out with this chick and just got fucking obliterated. Yeah. So fucking obliterated. I mean, it was like I don't even I don't even remember, like the part that I don't remember was was getting in the car and coming home because uh, we both did. We both got super fucked up, and I passed out at, yeah. or I blacked out at one point in time, and I woke up in the driveway. Car still running. It was in park. <laughs> I woke up in the driveway, car still running. I don't have my pants on. Oh my god! <laughs> a great never night. found those pants. I swear to God, never found never those pants. Never found them. Never found them. Whoa. And then I look over at her, and she's fucking topless. And all I could think to myself was, "But that was a good ride." <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, like fuck it. Hey, wake up! Oh, I can't believe you can't find your pants. Yeah, I never found my pants. Like, That's but, impressive. But I had my wallet, my keys, and everything at Whoa. that point. Yeah, I don't know. See that? That's the kind of thing. Like when you wake up and you're like, "Where the fuck are my pants?" And then like, you're like, oh, ten shit. seconds later, you're like, "All oh, my shit's in my pants." <laughs> <laughs> like, or not yes. little shit, but you know, like my phone, my fucking keys, but chapstick, everything. I woke know? up. It was like five thirty or six in the morning, and I'm like. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Let's get it together, Blake. Get inside. What the fuck? How do I still have my shoes on? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Yeah. It's and like- then you look over, you're like, oh, titties. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll find the pants later. <laughs> I got more pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was I like, oh, she can't find her shirt. Yeah. <laughs> what else did she lose? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, wake up. Yeah. Do you know where your shirt is? No. Good. I don't know where my pants are. Let's go inside. <laughs> hey, where's your still shirt? Dark. Hey, where's your pants? Touche. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, where's your pants? There's <laughs> a whore. Hey, where's your shirt? Oh, hey, look, you get you got a little something. Yeah, you got a little something right there on your chin. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that was uh, I don't know where we went out to. It's been, I mean, it's been t- I don't know a decade. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, was, I, uh, uh, there, yeah, there's nights where I'll. Um, that's a good night. I'm gonna chalk that up to a good night. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great night. Uh, yeah, you I'm pretty traveled. sure I got laid at that point. I mean, at that point, I got laid. I I, yeah. I chalked that up as a home run. Yeah, you know, and I made it home. Score two for the blister. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Yeah. Anyway, we'll move. We'll move on <laughs> before I say anything else. Okay. Too embarrassing. Hey, we have these shots. You know, what we haven't even done yet. This what? is episode 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still on the intro. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. 20 minutes no, into this it. This is uh, episode 24 of the failed broadcast. Excuse me, 30 minutes into it. If you haven't noticed already, it's just Blake and I. 
and the salty the no and the queen no. of the mist we've we've got a oh, triumvirate yeah. a fucking awesome we've got clyde okay mm-hmm. we've got the queen of the mist you yeah. know well clyde's about to be gone he's leaving soon yeah. but we're glad he came yeah while he was here he he, was i'm sure guest. i'm sure clyde will revisit us yeah, I, I think I've so enjoyed yeah. that yeah. Oh, we got the Queen of the Mist. Uh, she made an appearance. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I like it. Um, it, it, uh, it's it is not something, unique for sure. But yeah, it's it's not something I could drink like yeah. 14 of. But I think they knew that and only put two in the box. It's like a great <laughs> kind of artisan beer. Oh yeah, like yeah. a good experiment. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, and then our guest of honor tonight, Spidey. Spidey. Yeah, dude. What's up, dude? Good talk. All right, yeah. Jeez, nobody <laughs> talking. I'm shy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, hey no it. one knows yeah, you're okay. Peter Parker, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, keep we the won't mask bring on. that up, motherfucker. So you want to talk about Mary Jane's buddy? And I mean your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What's up? She's hot. Speaking of Spider-Man, have you seen the? Uh, she I mean, this ways? is totally old news. This movie's like two years old now. But have you seen Spider-Man: Homecoming? The newest one? Uh, 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 yes. With uh, t- uh, the British kid? Ye- or I mean, he's not British in the movie, but he's British in real life. No shit? Yeah. Almost 90% of those superheroes are British. Why? Because they're just badass actors. God, okay, fair enough. I, in the, I American think in actors, the- step it the fuck up. Yeah, well, I think there's just so much... Um, there's so many people trying to do that here that if in if you're in the UK and this is total assumption I don't know but like uh, this is kind of what I've guessed or what I've noticed with music a lot like at the Irish Music Festival yeah they're all like virtuosos all of them the whole band like uh, at their instrument yeah. they're masters it's because they go to this uh, school I think it's called the Limerick College uh-huh. And it's literally just a music school where you learn how to play traditional music or you learn how to master your instrument. All right. And on. I think that that kind of approach to the arts is what they do with all the arts over there. It's like if you're interested in acting, there's a very, 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 very specific place for you to go to do that. You know, where as of here or in America, you know, there's probably four or five schools you could pick from. But almost or you every could just move to Hollywood have... and be like, I'm an actor. And yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. auditions right. because this is the land of opportunity and yeah. the, the American dream. Okay, that would well, that makes sense. You know, America is awesome because it is the land of opportunity. You can do anything you want, but everybody here is doing that, so there's yeah. a ton of competition. Yeah, we're all aware of like, the yeah. American dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we're all every, living. Everybody it, trying. Yeah, like. Uh, but it yeah, it's like, possible. You just have to outwork everybody else. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I'm I'm just segueing myself here, but uh, the Irish Music Festival brought that up. Uh, we have our my dad told the head of the social media of that festival about this Fuck podcast. Yeah. And uh, when is I, it? It's usually second. Weekend of September, so it's usually like the fourteenth, fifteenth. I'm going 16th, this year. Thirteenth, I'm 14th, fucking 15th. going this year. Hell yeah, good. It's on tape. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking going this year. I, I, I'm going. Yeah, it's awesome. And then, dude. and then the last week of September, we're going to Oktoberfest, Billy. Yeah, I, for fucking sure, want to do that. Uh, I have to figure out. We got to start planning now. Yeah, 
I need now. to start saving some money too. Like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because we need to get we need to book that early. Like in the next three weeks, Ooh, four yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. That's really. We need right. to get a place first. Yeah, <laughs> that's number one. <laughs> yeah, we have to have a home. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy and I are looking to get a place together. Right. You know, and yeah. uh, so there will probably be more. Um, episodes coming out frequently, yeah. more frequently for sure. I think, yeah, because it'll just be right there, convenient, super convenient. Even well, on nights where like dude, Lucius has to go to all- bed, we could still be doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I, I've already thought of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm get, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, we could even just like throw out little like fucking hour little boom boom thirty minutes in the face. Yeah. 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 A little yeah. bit of that. <laughs> Yes, uh, it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. I, I I sent you the uh, link to that house in Lake Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, re- the recessed uh, living room. Yeah, that's a very seventies thing. I like that. Exactly. Yeah, I I put a bid in on it. So you know what they call those? Or they called them? They called them conversation pits. That's where we're doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, uh, well, back in the like in the seventies <laughs> to the conversation pit. In the well, I in the seventies they would they'd lower that pit even deeper to where it almost be yeah. like two feet deep, and then yeah. it'd be like lined with couches. There's there's a house in Denton that I was looking at I, that is totally unaffordable. Yeah, but uh, had one of those huge living room. Like the living room was literally. Pretty much the size of my house yeah, right now, yeah. the bottom floor. Yeah, and then add a conversation pit with a fireplace. God oh, damn! Oh, fireplace! I know, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I fucking know. Fireplaces yeah. are awesome. I never really used the one here. Yeah. Oh no, I take that back. Lucius discovered fire here. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. we, he and I lit a fire, and then every time he was over, Daddy, can we do a fire? <laughs> Not tonight, buddy. Hey, I get it, dude. I, I know. I like fire. I do too. I always have. Always will. Always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good Braveheart always, reference. Always have. Always, always will. will. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You and no other. <laughs> always have. Always will. <laughs> Fuck uh, that movie's awesome. It is so good. That's Mel Gibson at his <laughs> finest. Oh, by far his finest. Yeah. I've been watching it like uh, I've been on this Ricky Gervais kick because his stand-up special came out. And, oh uh, yeah, I got to think about that special that I love. Oh Go yeah, ahead. it's so good. But yeah, he, uh, uh, yeah he. Oh god damn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching. He he. Uh, there somebody on YouTube had p- compiled all of his clips from the Golden Globes when he hosted them. Yeah. And have you ever heard of the way that he introduced Mel Gibson like the first time? No. He says, um, he says, now I like a drink as much as any man, unless that man is Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. It's uh, God, he's that's so awesome. brutal to Mel Gibson. Uh, but yeah, that's like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's another one where they, they, I think it's the second time he hosted uh, Mel Gibson. He has to introduce Mel Gibson again. And he's saying, he's even saying, he's like, now this is super awkward for me because the last time I was here and he was here, I was kind of mean to him, you know, and I kind of made some jabs at him. 
So he introduced him, and uh, oh, he, I forget the joke he did, but he still joked. You know, he still yeah. made a joke out of yeah. it. And then Mel Gibson had said something um, you know, that was a pretty good rebuttal, you know. Right. But Ricky Gervais had already walked off stage. Right. So, and Mel Gibson starts to do his thing, and then Ricky Gervais comes out, and he's like, hey, Mel, can I just ask you one thing? He's like, what the fuck does sugar tits mean? Because... Like when he went on his drunken, right? Yeah, he right. called like his wife sugar tits or something like that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the whole audience at the Golden Globes just like, oh, <gasps> yeah. And it was you could tell it was brutally awkward for Mel Gibson because he was just like totally flustered. He's like, uh, uh, ask the guy that said it because uh, it wasn't me. Uh, yeah, and you're yeah. just like, oh god, and like, yeah, Ricky nailed him again. Yeah. <laughs> In the face. <laughs> yeah, totally. Walked back out there yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> God, that. T- <clears throat> He's so Yeah, funny, I'll man. never talk shit to Ricky Gervais. Fuck no. He, he would totally rip He's you apart. He's so quick, man. Yeah, like uh, any. But then again, he doesn't know shit about me, so it yeah, couldn't be yeah. that bad. It'd be all observational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd probably make fun of your appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, anybody's if he didn't know you. Yeah. Good luck with that. I'm prettier than he is. Yeah, right? Dick. <laughs> What's he going to say? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Bloke. Oh, look at you. Yeah. You're just perfect in every way. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's talking <laughs> for. No. Oh, no, I'm not in the least fit. But his special is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's one part that's pretty fucking awesome. I thought it was when he's talking about the Rhodesians. He's talking yeah. about dogs and passing out uh, uh, their uh, jobs. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's like, uh, um, oh, what, what did he say first? Help me out here. Uh, I think he says like poodle and he's like poodle. All right. Uh, you guys good with, uh, being carried around by gay men? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we fucking yeah, love that. Oh yeah. no, he does Labrador first. He's like Labradors. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you guys all right with, uh, like chasing dead birds yeah. and playing fetch? Yeah. Go yeah. on and get, go on and get that shit. That's actually what we fucking love. fucking love. Shit, yeah. And he's like, it is like miniature poodles. Yeah. You all right with being a kid around with giving? Yeah, we're fucking great at that. Yeah, and, he, and he goes, uh, Rhodesians, yo. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Rhodesians, yeah, it says here uh, you're going to hunt lions. What? What? <laughs> can't the, uh, can't the, uh, ro- uh, the uh, uh, Rottweilers do that? No, they're shaking babies. They're shaking babies. <laughs> he's like, you're hunting lions. But yeah. I mean, Fuck yeah, that's See, awesome. I, I had a Rhodesian. That's why I love that. I I didn't necessarily. I love that bit, but I didn't get the shaking babies thing. And I think that might be something that happened in England. Oh yeah, like I think a Rottweiler yeah. might have made it, it became infamous for doing that to yeah. a kid. I had just assumed that because like when he said that, like uh, everybody reacted, like oh yeah, I remember that happening in the yeah. news. You know. Yeah. And, uh, I just don't think we ever heard of it. But. Yeah, I probably didn't make it. It probably didn't jump the pond. Well, I mean, the, you don't see too many stories of, uh, I mean, unless it's, unless it's a pit bull, you don't see too many stories of dogs well, on human crime. I think Rottweilers, well, I mean, Rottweiler, they, it's a German dog, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, the name sounds German to me. Yeah. And pit bulls, they're more American, right? I'm sure there's, uh, well, there's like, we have Ameri- Rottweilers here, but I'm sure they have pit bulls there, but like. Uh, well, the uh, the Staffordshire pit bull, which is like technically the the one for like the kennel club or whatever that right. they show in the dog show, 
that's a British breed, but uh, the American pit bull is what we're more familiar with. Right. Well, but I they mean, pretty much look the same. But well, well, the Americans pit usually bulls, a little squattier. And, right. Well, well, like pit bulls, like the aggressive dog here in America. Like that's yeah. that's what, when someone says you're talking about an aggressive dog, we automatically think pit bull. Right. You know, uh, if someone's talking about like a police dog, you know, they, we automatically think German Shepherd. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when someone thinks of like guard dog or attack dog, it's either uh, a Doberman Pinscher or mm-hmm. you know a Rottweiler or a hunting dog lab. You know, lab. Yeah. Lab. Exactly. Every exactly. time, or yeah. like a hound, like a blood yeah, hound. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. No, actually, they've uh, the Dachshund is the most. Aggressive, vicious dog. Interesting. Because you know just, what the most a, uh, aggressive and vicious killer worldwide is? Uh, no. The house cat. Because uh, <laughs> they kind of had a feeling fun. it was the house cat. They, yeah, they do it for fun. Yeah, they're like psychopaths. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kill for presents. Yes. Yeah. Look what I did for you. Yeah. I yeah. killed this. I'm not even gonna eat it. Yeah. This thing just had to fucking die. Because I could. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? No, yeah, I uh, I heard that Maybe. on Joe Rogan. They said that uh, they did some study, and they found that, like, f- I think the number is, it's outrageous. It's like four billion. Four billion birds are killed a year by house cats. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know how they figure that out. but Yeah, like, who calls in who, for yeah. that? Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I just want to report a dead bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you know about every case? Like, yeah, it's got to be an uh, estimated four billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it might be like a to scale thing. Like, you know, these thousand people with a thousand cats. These cats killed these many birds. If you multiply that by a hundred thousand, then it would be this many birds. That might be how they came up with that number. But I've always thought that was a weird number, and four billion. Like, there's four billion birds? <laughs> like, that's a shitload of fucking birds yeah, per a year? Of fucking, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Imagine if those cats didn't kill those birds. There's only seven billion humans. Yeah. Imagine if house cats were killing four billion humans a year. <laughs> I mean, or don't imagine that. That's really dark. <laughs> <laughs> They're just uh, biding their time. <laughs> Like a secret society of house cats plotting well, to, say keep, to take over the human race. They do say that, like, if if you're a cat owner and, like, say you're a, a you know, and you live by yourself or whatever, and usually elderly people, like, if you die in your house and you have a bunch of cats, they'll eat they'll you. They'll eat you. Yeah, well, that's gotta survive. Just more proof how fucking psychopathic they are. They gotta are. survive. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, shit, that's where we were getting our food. Yeah. I mean, I it guess it must it's still have been food. coming from there. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna eat our way to the inside. Hopefully, there's a bunch of cat food in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, this tastes way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, once I get the taste of blood, there's no turning back. <laughs> hey, Fluffball, <laughs> what are you dining on tonight? Oh, I've got some cheek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Working on some cheek, dude. Yeah, we're trying to fill it, finish Dolores. <laughs> yeah, come try the labia. <laughs> it's nice and tender. Yeah, it's all the not that juicy. Yeah. It's it's flushed. <laughs> this old lady dried up a long time ago. 
No. It's kind of like fish. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's like a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, there's a lot of hair down oh, here, but yeah. <laughs> it's good, I guess. <laughs> oh, what up? There's a uh, so <laughs> buzzards. Like when buzzers eat something, they eat. They start with the tender spots. Yeah. One of the most tender spots is the butthole. Yes, yeah. There's a there's a video somewhere of a buzzard that got his head stuck in a butthole of something. At one point in time, I cannot. Yeah. I I don't remember, but like, what had happened was like he started eating his way in. When he got in, and I guess rigor mortis hadn't completely set in yet, <laughs> so the sphincter sphincter like. Like closed down or something yeah. Like like right past his head And he couldn't yeah. pull his head out <laughs> It's like good Yeah Butt sniff I saw a uh, buzzard like right, start, out, right outside my apartment complex the other day it was I've like, been starting to call people that Butt sniff <laughs> Butt sniff <laughs> oh, That is anyway. a good innocent insult Yeah you little shut up butt sniff Yeah <laughs> shut up butt sniff They're kind of like Hey It's kind of funny Dude okay so we'll, we'll get to your buzzer in a second. I got to tell this story before I, don't I forget. Tell that story. Is. So <laughs> Lucius had a birthday, and there were a couple of kids there, and they like to wrestle, right? Yeah. And, and every party where I see these two boys, they're they're like, like I look at them, and they're like, "You're going down, old man." <laughs> yeah. Bring it, punk. Yeah, yeah. So Pip squeak. Yeah, yeah. So all the one of them was telling me the whole time. He's like, he's like, I've got a plan, Blake. And I'm going to put it into action as soon as you go and sit on the couch. <laughs> How uh, old are these kids? Seven. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, that's pretty impressive. It- yeah. Like, uh, oh, okay, bring it. And, uh, and, and like, I wrestle these kids every time there's a get-together. Yeah, right? like yeah. I mean, they expect it by now. Right. You're the uh, jungle gym. That's Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, which is fine. I don't mind doing it. I don't. But, I don't either, yeah. Uh, so like one of them like they thought they were, they like got together like we got this great plan we're gonna team up on Blake and it's gonna be awesome and then one jumped on one shoulder one jumped on the other shoulder and I just hooked my arms in between their legs and stood up yeah and they're like oh shit Uh-oh. <laughs> he's a lot stronger than we thought and I started spinning him around and I threw him on the couch and the one with the plan was like your hand was in my butt crack I was like oh yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, take that. And so I held him down and I stuck my finger right, <laughs> right under his nose. I was like, what does that smell like? Does that smell like butthole? Because now you're sniffing butthole. Yeah. How do you like that, you little butt sniff? <laughs> and he got up and he goes, there's something seriously wrong with you. I love the diagnosis from the eight-year-old. Yeah, there That's is something awesome. seriously wrong with you. I was you like, there's nothing help. wrong with me. I don't sniff my own butthole like you did, yeah, punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't I'm wait an to, adult. Yeah, I can't wait till he gets home and tells his parents that. Yeah, right. Because it's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. sure I'll receive a text message via, Did you, you know, call my son a butt sniff? He's like, like hey, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. He's sniffing my finger. Yeah, I mean, what? It's in his butt. I'm just... Telling him the truth Sometimes it hurts But I got him back He's like There's He's like You seriously have a problem I was like No You have a problem It's your fly It's down Take that And I walked off He's like No Okay thanks 
<laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Like I want to wrestle. Who yeah. want to wrestle? Well, I mean, they're little, they're boys. Like, right. what do you do? You kick them. You kick them around. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. So I've got they these two seven it. year olds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got these two seven year olds, and then Lucius is like, "Well, that's my dad, so I'm gonna join in too." Yeah, so yeah. he comes in, he starts pushing me around and whatnot. So there's, I posted a video on my Snapchat. Uh, there's a picture of me. I've got these two seven year olds on my shoulders, and I've got Lucius by one arm. Wait, wait one seven year old. On my back, one on my arm, and Lucius on my other arm. I'm just like swinging them around, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> there was, a, and I, I tried to tell him, I was like, "You know why I always beat you?" Like, you don't win. We got you done once. I was like, "How many times did I slam you on the couch?" Okay. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I was like, "Here, here's how you take me down. Here's, here's how you take down someone bigger than you. You got to hit him in the back of the knee." Yeah, like hard. It's good idea. You gotta, you yeah. gotta do it. Take him down, mm-hmm. and like he did it a couple of times, and I, I let my knee give. Yeah, and I was like, all right, you guys ready to do this? He goes, yeah, because now we know your weakness. I was like, <laughs> oh wait, wait. I said, no, no, no. I said, your armor. I, yeah, I said, <laughs> uh, I was like, there are two reasons why I was win. Number one, I'm bigger and stronger. Number yeah. two, you're not going for my knees or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, are you ready to do this? He goes, yeah. Now we know. Okay, we both know. He's got one leg. I've got the other. I was like, okay. Well, while we were talking, I locked my legs yeah. like really hard, and they they kicked it and nothing moved. And their eyes just got big. I said, <laughs> "Remember another one, number one, bigger and stronger." And I grabbed yeah. him and slammed him on the couch. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. They thought they were so empowered for a second. Yeah. Is that weird that I play with little kids' emotions like that? No, good. Not at all. Especially when they get to that age. I Man. think they need to be toyed with a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're kind of dickheads. They are kind of dickheads, and they're very, very cocky. I saw something on uh, Snapchat. Yeah. It said, you know what? People are looking at me wrong for calling my kid an asshole. My kid just straight gave me the death laser stare and poured out her juice because she wanted, uh, poured her juice out on the floor because she wanted milk. I'm sorry. That's an asshole move. Yeah. Yeah. My kid's an asshole. Fuck y'all. Yeah. That is an asshole move. Yeah. That's a little, little bratish. What do you think, Spidey? Are kids assholes? <laughs> God yeah, damn Jesus it, Spider-Man. Worst guest ever. Fucking, Fucking shit, shit, dude. <sighs> All right. Say well, something. Yeah, shit. I'm about to mute the mic. I'm giving up on you. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm so glad you got that. I was like, I'm gonna go out on a live uh, here. That's a sad fucking song, man. It is. I, I like I like sad music, but like sometimes I can't listen to it. I do too, but here lately I can't deal with sad music. You know what sucks here lately too is like forty to fifty percent of my accounts play sappy country. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, it's all about heartbreak. And, yeah, I was just, yeah, I'm a, I, I leave these accounts. I'm all depressed. Like, fuck you. Yeah, you're fuck. <laughs> fuck you. You know, and you're fucking. You know, missing the dance. You dick face, motherfucker. Well, I mean, I will say and one thing about country is they always there's always a lyric in there that'll oh. completely be like, okay, well, it's no longer relevant. 
<laughs> to what I'm going through. Like I yes, left, I left yes. my last can of dip at your apartment. I'm like, okay, well I don't dip, so <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, me till the dip comes. I was talking to uh, um, someone the other day from Las Vegas, and uh, I was like, you know, I'm not your your typical Texan. Yeah, I don't. I don't speak with a Texas accent. Like it comes out. I've lived here right. for 36 years. Like, you know, it comes out every now and then, but I, I don't normally speak, uh, you know, like a way to Southern draw yeah. a Texan, you know, East Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't normally do that. And, uh, you know, I don't own a horse. I suck at horseback riding. Right. Um, no never, cowboy hats. Yeah. Oh, no, I've got a few, but I, inher- oh, okay. I inherited those. You don't wear them. It's a collection. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, Part of your no. piece, part of your attire. No, um, and I don't have big belt buckles. Uh, I yeah, do own a bunch of guns, yeah. but uh, that's American. Know, that's and, not Texan. Either. And a truck. Yeah, you know. But yeah, then I just recently bought a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> so so I, I'm going all through this, and I was like, oh yeah, and I don't dip, and they're like, so there's no ringing a dip ring in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Like no, no. No, sure and I no. never, I never noticed that. Yeah. But now, oddly enough, I find myself <laughs> if I see like a kicker, I'll look at a guy's ass to see if he has the ring. <laughs> yeah, they all do. Yeah, it's almost like, like uh, uh, all. It's almost the, like even if you're kind of a kicker for and you, you're buddy. not even and you don't dip, you just got to carry around a can till your jeans wear down, brother. <laughs> Get that beef jerky. I asked the Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that shit. Yeah, beef but, jerky, man. Uh, jerky dip stuff. Yeah, that, that, oh man, I started rem- young. Yeah, I remember that stuff. They used you to have even candy put it in cigarettes? your cheek and stuff, like like. Oh yeah, hey, I think I feel something. No yeah. nah, man, that's beef no, jerky. It's beef jerky. Yeah, yeah, you might be feeling the teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember teriyaki. the candy cigarettes too. Those are uh, by the time. By the time I realized that there was such thing as candy cigarettes, they had are like back in the day, candy cigarettes Almost looked outlawed. like real cigarettes. And then by the time I realized that they were a thing, they they looked so much like candy. It was just like no, and all it is is like a giant smarty. Well, yeah, it's like well, it was like a um when I saw them, it was like a uh, uh, it was just like a white tube like a white powdery tube and on the end they had painted the end like like it was a pinkish color yeah like it was lit yeah 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 it, or it's like that fun dip stick you know when you get the fun dip stuff then yes. the stick in there it's pretty much just like solidified sugar it's yes. kind of what those candy cigarettes are yeah They're smarties yeah, you know, it's yeah. The same thing um well do you want to do this shot here and then I wanted to ask you about the old, uh, what you did last weekend. Yes! Yeah. Yes! I, uh, I said that we would talk about that. Yes, and we're going to. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because it was fucking awesome. And I don't want to run out of Cheers. time. I don't either. Clyde! You, you ain't the- never done me wrong, Clyde. You were good to us, Clyde. <laughs> I gotta get another bottle of that. Try a different sort of Clyde Maze. Because this was the, the special reserve. It's real spicy. It is spicy. I want to find something. It's strong, too. To- like it's yeah. got that bite. I want to find something a little, little more toned down. Yeah. But the thing about this is, like, the first 
like one or two are spicy like that, but then like your palate starts to get used yeah. to it and your mouth starts to get used to it mm-hmm. and then it goes down super easy. That's what happens to me with like really smoky scotches. Like I don't really yeah. I'm not a big fan of smoky peaty scotches, but after I drink a one or two yeah. and I start getting used to it, I'm like, I don't really even taste the peat anymore. Yeah. I don't doesn't bother me. But like that first initial sip when it's got that peat flavor, that kind of charcoal y oh God. Yeah. It hits you hard sometimes. In the face. Real hard in the face, yeah. Like a punch in the face <laughs> 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 uh, thought of a few body parts and no yeah. one made sense so <clears throat> so uh last weekend yeah well it was an amazing show went mm-hmm. to the uh sky harbor contortionist show uh there were two other bands that played uh silent planet and uh strawberry girls uh-huh. so strawberry girls opened the show okay so we got there and uh it was fucking awesome. Like I got to meet the contortionist, but we got there late. Yeah. So, uh, like we missed the Q and a session. I didn't really have questions for them. Right. You know? Uh, but w- I, I got a signed poster from them, this little nice. backpack, you know, with, with stuff in it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, um, got to meet them and literally, uh, walked up to him, shook all their hands and just said, Hey, thank you for your art. I appreciate it. You know? Yeah. So it, it's how it it's helped me deal with some shit, and I appreciate it. That, like all of them just kind of like looked at me, uh, like I was bullshitting them for a second. And they're like, "Oh well, all right, thanks, man." Yeah, like, yeah. like they've never gotten that reaction before. Yeah, that's which awesome. that is awesome. I think you know, honestly, guys, if you ever get a chance to like meet your um, the the bands you listen to, I'm not gonna call the contortionist an idol or whatever. Yeah. I don't really fanboy out anymore. I'm fucking 36. Right, right, right. So, but like, if you if you get a chance to meet the artist that that had an impact on your life, make sure and tell them thank you. Make sure yeah. and tell them thank you because you know uh, the contortionist did help me deal and work through some shit, and and their music is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I cannot wait for new stuff to come out, even mm-hmm. though they just came out with an yeah. album. Like I, I listen to the contortionists religiously. Yeah. Um, so I made sure to shake all their hands and say, thank you very much um, for your art. Uh, uh, and took a picture with them. And, you know, uh, the bassist was the only one that like, like was like, yeah, man. And, like told me his name. I don't know. Jason or Chris, uh, Chris, uh-huh. I think, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I was, you know, I, I, I say, like, I try I don't fanboy out, but it was really cool. It's hard not to it, sometimes. It, it is really hard not yeah. to. They're not, they're not like, superstars, so it was a little bit easier, but, you know. Anyway. But if you, I mean, what I've noticed a lot of times with stuff like that, especially now with YouTube, if you see a bunch of videos of the person. Yeah. And then you meet them, you kind of feel like you know them. Yeah. Because you've seen so much footage of them. But well, that, they have no fucking clue, and they're still exactly. really standoffish, because, like, who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. But you're like, I've seen 100 videos of you. I feel like I can talk to you. Well, that, well that's the thing I've seen, uh, the same thing I've seen, like, like TV star, like, movie stars, TV yeah. stars, uh, rock, any sort of, like, superstar, like, pop star, a, a, any sort of stardom level. You have to understand that. Yeah. So, shook their hands, took the picture with them, 
and uh, just kind of hung out. Uh, I mean, it was cool because like when they were done with us, there was pizza. They're waiting. You know, they're about to eat. So I, I, I took that Snapchat of of them eating pizza. We were actually they were we were being ushered outside um, yeah. until the the doors opened, so that you know everybody could get ready and everything. So I took that. Oh, selfie! Yeah, in the background. Yeah, really cool. Very humble guys. Um, when I did meet them, they were very thankful. Um, they're, you know, again, you know, they're very like, ah, oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. That this guy's, you know, coming at me like that, but yeah. very appreciative. So, uh, fast forward, uh, the, uh, the strawberry girls are, which I mean, I just hung out and had a beer, uh, mm-hmm. went next door to the studio movie girl and sat at the bar and had a beer, Yeah, you know, and then went back over, um, strawberry girls, um, played and those guys are awesome. Yeah. Like their were, drummer sending me texts while they were playing. Yeah. The the drummer is like real I mean, they're all very talented musicians. And I saw them walking around afterwards and I made it a point to go up to them and say, Hey man, you guys did a really good job. I'm really impressed with you guys. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh yeah. And when you're excuse me. Make sure when you go and hear a band live and like they do a really good job, make sure to go tell them. Yeah. Make sure to go. If you see them, don't be shy. Just say, just walk up, shake their hand, said, "Hey, I was really impressed with what you did. Thank you. Keep it up." Yeah. Um. You know because, like, very talented musicians often uh, get lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. and I think. You know, especially being on the road away from home, you get depressed. Like, like every every little bit of positive energy helps. Oh um, yeah, especially for you, you know actually talented musicians. Now, yeah, I mean, if you just had fun at their show, that's uh, it, it. It was a decent show because you had fun. No, I wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But like these guys are legit talented. Anyway, so um, then Sky Harbor played. And they've got a new singer, and they fucking killed it. Nice. Fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, it was a little awkward, the first couple songs, yeah. because this was the first show that they played with the whole band, yeah. uh, apparently. About halfway through the set, um, one of the guys was like, so this is the first show we've played on this tour with uh, the guys from India. So uh, go ahead and welcome them to the States. We had some visa issues, uh, oh, and wow. now they're here, yeah. uh, and we're playing, and I hope you guys like it. And, of course, the crowd's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. So they killed it. And then Silent Planet came out. I wasn't a fan of Silent Planet. Um, yeah. Most of the crowd was, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit too screamo for me. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mind some screaming if it's done, like, tastefully. Yeah. Um, uh, but like the guy would try and be like like deep and uh, like kind of like spoken word over the music at times yeah. and it just it it for me it didn't work if if you guys like silent planet you know i mean they're they're a good metal band but like there wasn't a whole lot of dynamic to them yeah you know uh, I think they're yeah. they're writing on um, the lyrics of their uh, singer and the stage performance of the singer. Um, uh, the the guitarist was I think he was a no he might have been the bassist anyway. 
would do backup vocals, uh, which, I mean, he was good. So I think they're kind of writing the vocals. The whole band's kind of writing the vocals. Yeah. Um, I didn't see much going on um, otherwise that really stood out to me. But they're a decent band. Yeah. Then the contortionist came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. fucking slayed, dude. They were, they were the fucking shit. They, uh, it, like, it just, uh, it just an unbelievable band. Every single one of them, like, they know their place. They know where they're supposed to be. They know everything. Like, everything, everything about that band is very well thought out. Yeah. Like when you listen to the album, it's constructed. It's not just put together. It's constructed in a certain way to to flow. Their set is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like everything flowed together. There there are so like in between songs there would be ambient sound, but right. things like the song the upcoming songs would be foreshadowed. Like um so the singer's real into this vocoder that he has, and he uses it a lot in a lot of the songs. Um, and so in in each like ambient moment, he would he would throw a lyric in of the next song or the song that's about to come. And cool. so, yeah, it was really cool, really cool. But yeah. it was like it was the vocoder. So like it's a harmony of what he's saying, but it's it's very distant or yeah. dissonant. Yeah. And and so he's it, like playing a chord with it. Yes. Oh yeah. And and it it was just it was just amazing to watch, you know, um how they constructed their their set as well. Uh very well thought out. Um yeah. everybody was on point. Uh it, they they really were. Um they played a lot of the songs I wanted to hear. They played Thrive uh mm-hmm. which was amazing. Amazing. They sound amazing live. The the vocalist like he screamed a lot, but the thing about his scream was like everything, everything was enunciated. You could understand every single word and he would change pitch with it. Yeah. So it's not just like a growl. Yeah. Or like a, you know, the pig snort or whatever. Yeah. It's not. It's like a, he's hitting a fucking oh, distortion oh, 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 pedal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yes. They're very well put. Very well put. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you can tell he put time in to study that and, and figure out how to use it artistically. And it it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Uh, like the, the whole set was, I mean, they came out and they played. Um, I don't remember what they played first. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. There was a set list uh, that I saw beforehand, but they played Godspeed and uh, off their new album. It was awesome. Uh, they played Thrive. They played uh, um, um, Primordial Sound. Mm-hmm. They played. Uh, I don't know all the names of, uh, of the new songs. I they, don't either. They pretty much played their whole new album, yeah. minus the uh, the first and last, the the uh, passive and pensive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, thing but 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 the thing is the passive and pensive they weaved that in throughout the whole set that whole that 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 uh motif that they have as, as bookends on their yeah. new album they weave that into their whole set <laughs> of so awesome. uh, in between the songs that yeah. was a lot of the ambient that was going on it's like holy shit like you guys <laughs> really thought about this yeah but Bef- you you guys wrote this album recorded this album and then 
Then y'all thought, well, now we have to perform it live. Do we want to play the whole album? No, we have this other badass album. We need to weave into it. So how are we going to do this? Well, let's just weave our bookends into it. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Seriously, if you recorded that, and then just and then took out the uh, the songs that they the actual songs that they played and just put all the ambient in there. I'd be in, I would really be interested to hear the uh, uh, what that would sound like. Yeah, it, it, God, like if it guys, was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If they like, because I mean, like in between each song was maybe a minute and a half, two minutes at most. At yeah. most, some songs were shorter, but like you got to change guitars and whatnot. Right. And, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of transition things going on there. But like taking all that time and everything that's going on within that, like it was, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, blew me away. Yeah, blew me away. Um, I've heard they're incredible live. Rus I think Rusty yeah. saw him. He said it sounds exactly like the album. It does. Yeah. They do, and they're they're awesome. They're mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Uh, so they played their set and they they walked off stage. And then, you know, the, the house lights didn't come up. So it's like, oh, they're coming out for an encore. So, mm -hmm. like, everybody's chanting, one more song, one more song. They came out and they played language yeah. one and two. That rules. <laughs> it does fucking rule. They played your riff, too. Nah. I heard it. I tried to Snapchat it, but I, I couldn't get my phone out in time. I was going to send it to you. Mm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it's the shit, man. Uh, yeah, I fucking love that song. So. Seriously, if I ever... Man, if, if I was to win, like, the $400 million Powerball ever, like, those would be some of the guys that I approach first. I'd be like, listen, you guys just make music. Yeah. I'm going to invest in your band. Yeah. I'm not necessarily. I'm. Awesome. I'm not looking to make money. I'm looking to break even. Like you guys do what you do and make it make a good living. Yeah. Okay. This isn't selling out. This is just you guys not ever having to worry about anything ever again. Exactly. It's yeah. like I'm not a big record company yeah, that's no. trying to make money. Yeah, you off could of you. be who you are. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you mm -hmm. how to do your thing. You yeah. know. If if you want my opinion, I will give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. But you're That'd doing good. Shit. I know, right? <laughs> That's how uh, the music industry should be. Yeah. But th then again, it wouldn't be a quote unquote industry if right. if there were just like angel financiers <laughs> like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, they're, people, they're people actually, do like buy their ways on the tours occasionally too. But usually, if you do that, it's it's somewhat frowned upon. It's like everybody else on that tour is like, eh, well, I mean. They don't really deserve to be here. They paid their way on. They it. paid their way on. Yeah. So that would suck being in that, that situation. Obviously, I've never been in a band that had enough money to pay our way onto like the Warp Tour. But yeah, that yeah, it's probably a lot of money to convince them to be like, yeah, just I know you never heard us, but. We should play. <laughs> yeah. We're totally good yeah. for this tour. How's $20,000? But then again, yeah. Uh, then again, if I ever, if I ever win for like $400 million, I would, I would invest and set myself up to where like, I don't have to work again. My work would then be benefit concerts. Yeah. 
That'd be so amazing. Yeah. Just like, I, I mean, make like a, because, I mean, you still have to live, right? Right, yeah. So, like, a lot of the guy, a lot of people that do, like, non-profit, like, I was thinking about this. A lot of people that do, uh, like, non-profit or they do benefits or they do fundraisers or, or whatever, yeah. like, they still get paid for all the work that they do. Yeah. So, like... Those a lot of those guys make like a hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. for one event that they spend all year planning and coordinating. It, right. Which, hey man, if you get paid a hundred grand for raising five hundred for whatever specific cause needs it, I'm okay with that. Hell yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, you deserve it. You're putting who in the else fucking is doing work. that exactly? Yeah. Exactly. They, like, Somebody has to do it. There are quite a few like charities that I've noticed that with mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm not naming anybody i'm not trying to throw anybody on the bus or yeah. you know throw well, yeah, shade I mean, on a motherfucker i mean uh, yeah i mean just the whole non-profit title sometimes can be uh it, know, a, a misnomer like, actually it, it, it can like, because like you you have to what you have to ask is what are you classifying as a profit mm-hmm. like are you saying it uh, profits only occur for uh, your company after um, all your expenses are paid, which includes like salary for you and your people, mm-hmm. uh, I- any sort of uh, um, like advertising you have to pay for, yeah. advertising, marketing, merchandise, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I mean, there's a there's actually a lot that goes into it. So like. After all that is paid for and all your people are paid for, that's when your profits like kick in. And then so since you're a nonprofit, but after after all of that, since there's no profit for your your benefit or your company, like all that money goes to whatever cause. Yeah. So there's always there's always that threshold that needs to be met. Right. And like, how do you judge how much salary everybody needs? It's like, right. Well, generally, um, a lot of a, a lot of nonprofit organizations or a lot of benefits uh, uh, use volunteers. Yeah, you know, um, the Irish Music Festival. Exactly, all volunteers. Yeah, exactly. They don't pay anybody, yeah. but the uh, I think they pay the artists. But but then again, like like the volunteers usually, you know, work beer booths, right? Or, you know, or whatever. Sell and then, tickets. And, uh, yeah, and then they get to go in for free and enjoy yeah. everything for free. They work, you know, three to five hours or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, so. even, to, even to be a volunteer, you know, uh, you end up spending a bunch of money because you save a lot yeah. of money. So yeah. you, you don't have to pay to get in necessarily. You know, you don't have to pay for certain things. But then, you know, when you're not on shift or whatever. It's like, right. you still got to pay for food. You still got to pay for a beer if you want to get drunk, you know? Yeah. Like if, uh, <clears throat> usually if we're pouring beer, you could kind of, there's enough people in the little area that if you want to just pour yourself one and take like five minutes and walk away and drink it. Yeah. I, that's what I do. It's like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll give myself like an hour. The shifts are usually like three or four hours long. After that first hour, it's like, all right, I'm going to try one of these beers and I'll pour one. I'll be like, I'll be right back, and I'll just fucking stand right behind that little truck, that little yeah. keg truck, and I'll just whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is fucking great. <laughs> Test <laughs> passed. <laughs> yeah. Putting. Yeah. I so like <laughs> I uh, yeah I do that a lot, but like it's funny because 
uh, nobody gives a fuck. Like we're all volunteers, so they're You're like, "You want to go drink another beer? Yeah, go drink another beer." Like you uh, could literally spend your whole shift doing that, and nobody would really say anything to you, but it'd be really shitty, you know. Yeah. Upon yeah. Like a lot of people, or what what's happened in like most recent years, because they're building up a lot of volunteers, but then a lot of people will sign up for all these shifts so they could get in for f- free all day, and then they can right. get the shirt that says volunteer on it. Uh, but then they'll never show up to their ships. So Dicks. That's fucking real dickish. Yeah, at least show up and work your like three yeah. to five hours. Yeah, it goes by real quick, actually. Yeah. Super quick. Like three hours out of a day. Nothing. That's not shit. Pouring beer. And like if you're if you're not pouring, then you're literally just taking orders as they come. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, I want this beer. All right, four little tickets. Okay, boom, four tickets. And when you're pouring, like what we do is we pour a bunch of beers already and have them all ready to go. So right. like the, the servers or the people helping the customers could just reach back, boom, one stout, boom. So it's like yeah. it runs super smooth. It's never, I mean, well, I won't say never. I haven't worked one of the super stressful shifts. I'm sure there are some. Like yeah. Saturday night It's probably super brutal. Dude, Billy, look. Yeah. I'm going with you this year. Let's go own that fucking beer booth. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm going to sell a shit ton of beer. You wait. I'm going to sell a shit ton of fucking beer. Last year, I worked with the brewmaster of Pigeon Hill. Me and him just stood there yeah. right next to each other all day. Just fucking... It was awesome. I was, I'm kind of fanboying. <laughs> I'm like, listen. I love your oatmeal cream pie. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like gay or anything, yeah. but you know, like I'll suck your dick out back. Yeah. <laughs> For a sixer. <laughs> I just really like beer. Yeah. Speaking S. of which, I'm going to get one. I'll take one. Um, I'm going to pause it because i got to go to the restroom. And me too. Do it. And we're back. Jeez, that 1050. Dude. Barrel aged 1050. Whoa. It's been aging in there. Are you okay? Is it sour? What no, happened? no, no. It's just... I know, like uh, dark beers like this, they uh, my insides don't react the best to them. I don't really care. I'll still drink them, but like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck my. I mean, inside. it's only like it's only like a you know minute and a half inconvenience. Really, it's like early in the morning, but like, uh, Jesus Christ, like this is like <laughs> barrel aged imperial stout. So imagine the thickest beer you've ever drank. And then give it a little whiskey flavor. <laughs> you and add some thickness. Jesus, yeah. that's a thick fucking beer, dude. And it's hard. Oh my gosh, that's good though. Wow, that's good. What are you, what are you fucking bitching about? That's the shit. No, it is the shit. It is really, really. When's really the last good. time you had a barrel aged like stout? Has it been any, a little bit? Well, any kind of stout. Because it sounds like because you're kind of being a pussy about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might be. Because <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean it's just way stronger than what we've had previously. Agreed. We had a lager, and then a five point six barrel aged uh, salt and sour. Yeah. And now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking taking it to the oh no we had a shot, shot of Clyde Mays okay yeah, that's true that's amazing. now we've got uh hold on where is it one pint three point two fluid ounces of yeah wait how many ounces three nineteen three point two three point two one pint and three point two 
one one pint. Yeah, 16, no, you're right. Nineteen point two. You're right. That is one pint and. Excuse me. I think me. that's a British pint. The nineteen nineteen two. Absolutely. Yeah. He in the biz we call these uh, stovepipes. Ooh, these big cans like this. Yeah, Um, and it's twelve point nine percent by volume. (laughs) So, if anybody sees us out after this, we're not responsible for our (laughs) actions. Yeah, well, I'm not responsible for mine. I don't want to speak for Billy. Let me speak in cursive. (laughs) (laughs) Give me twenty minutes. Yeah. Usually, by the end of these things, you are anyway. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of a lightweight, but I like being a lightweight. It's cheaper that way. It's very cheaper. And and you know, I I don't really drink to get drunk anymore. I I like enjoying different types of beers. Getting drunk is just now a side effect of it. <laughs> it really is. Like That sounds hilarious. I don't that's even necess- awesome. But I don't even necessarily enjoy being like like drunk. super drunk. Yeah. No, no, no. I get it. I, I get it. I don't really like that anymore. Being and drunk is just a side effect. Yeah, That's it's awesome. like I just I like. Oh, I want to try this one. Oh, I want to try this one. Oh, I want to try this one. Oh, I want to try that whiskey. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're like, well, I'm drunk. You know what I like about you, Billy? You're not your typical like craft beer drinker. Typical yeah. craft beer drinkers are fucking snobs. They are like very they have snobby. a tendency to be snobbed. I don't drink anything. Like blah blah blah. I'm not gonna have anything from them because blah blah blah. It's like you know what, man? It's fucking beer. Well, like people will like boycott an entire brewery because they're distributed by Anheuser Busch. Like to me, that's the oh, dumbest I know. That's shit dumb. in the world. Yeah, it, it is dumb because you know what? That that awesome beer wouldn't be brought to you if it had not yeah. been for you. You would know, have to drive to Minnesota companies. to get it. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. so stupid. There's, I, well, there are a lot of rumors that circulate within the industry too. Uh, you know, well, you know, so and so lined the pockets of so and so, and that's why they're so big. It's like no, no. Yeah, they just had a lot of really good foresight. And now they are where they are. Yeah. Which they hit their goal that they intended to do. And when you taste the beer, you can tell why it happened that way. Because the beer's fucking good. Exactly. And I and I've said this before. I've because I I'm in a couple groups on Facebook that are like Texas craft brew, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I get I see that all the time. And it just like people boycotting different beers because like uh, somebody distributes them all of a sudden and they're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, first of all, I've never had a beer that was or had a beer by a brewery that was bought by a B or um, the other big one. I don't know the other big one. Miller Coors. Yeah. Miller Coors. Um, I've never had a beer from a microbrewery or like a smaller brewery that was bought by one of those companies to where I tried it after they were bought out and it changed or it became worse. Uh, well, hold on. I'm sure it's happened, but like, I don't, I, I don't remember ever really goose Island, goose Island. They, what to me, what it seems like they did was like, they, they, they kept all the stuff that they had that they became famous for. But they did like one or two brews for like the mass distribution, like the three one twos or whatever. Well, like those y- those yes. are for like the gas stations and shit. You know? Well, the, you're right. The, the thing is, when a brewery decides to come to Texas, 
you know, and whether it's with Anheuser Busch or whoever by themselves, they choose like flagship brands. Yeah. Um, because getting beer into Texas is quite the chore. You have to get the beer. You have to send samples of the beer to TABC. You have to. They have to test it for the ABV and figure out if it's going to be a beer or an ale. And then, and that takes a long time. And then you have to get the labels approved. And then there's, there's, it's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through. It really is. Um, So a lot of the beer that's imported into Texas, like everybody should be fucking grateful for it. Yeah. Honestly, Uh, because it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's a it's really really hard, in uh, in a lot of this is coming from my suppliers telling me that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I can't do, uh, because we've been trying, you know, the we a the brewery have been trying to get stuff approved in Texas and it just won't get done, so it it's limiting on what can come in. Yeah, so. <clears throat> You know, and, and Texas has a lot of really good breweries here. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good breweries, you yeah. know, and, and some people just want to be, oh, I only drink Texas or I only want to serve Texas. Like, you're limiting yourself to a lot of really good beer. Yeah. I mean, in the craft beer industry, you really need to be open-minded. You need to really try everything. Yeah. Yes, there are going to be things you don't like. Welcome to life. But yeah. Don't ever try it again. Exactly. Yeah. Try everything at least once. Just take a fucking sip, man. That's what flights are for, to figure out if you like that brewery or or if you like that beer or not. Just because you don't like one beer from a brewery doesn't mean you're not going to like them all. Yeah. I love flights. I I love drinking flights because, like, that's one big thing with me is, like, I I just like trying a bunch of things. I don't necessarily remember everything I try, but I try stuff all the time that I've never had. And... That's why I love a flight because it's just like two little or like five or six little four ounce pours where it's just enough to be like, okay, yeah, I like that. And then you get like that second sip. It's a little bigger and you're like, I really, really, really like that one a lot. It's and like then a mixtape. Yeah, exactly. I, I love flights. Like uh, the first time I ever even knew that a place would do such a thing was at the Flying Saucer. Yeah. Like 10 years ago. Honestly, like the Flying Saucer, kind of, I mean, they're kind of the staple. Uh, Flying Saucer, Ginger Man, and there was one other. Mm -hmm. I don't remember, but they they were kind of the staple, like, tap rooms of DFW. Yeah, I mean, I remember this was like when I was still living in Dallas. That was 2008, 2009. Yeah. Was it that long ago? Yeah. Uh, I, well, um, I lived with in that loft from 2008 through 10, I think. Wow. And then 2010 is when I moved to off the tollway uh, with that one guy. <laughs> fucking nightmare. Yeah, um, I remember that. God, God, that fucking sucked so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, well, I was in a bind, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I was, I was irresponsible. I didn't, I knew we were moving out of that loft at the same time. I didn't want to leave it because uh, it was so good. <laughs> like, yeah. So good. I've, I don't think I'll ever live in a place like that ever again. Like, uh, well, don't limit yourself. You probably will. I'm not. I once don't want to get my pod- hopes up. I'll once say this that. Once this podcast takes there off. There we go. That's how I like the way you think of it. Yeah. 
We need some sponsors, by the way. If we uh, want yeah. this to take off, so we'll we'll talk about the sponsors later. In a minute. In a minute, <laughs> motherfuckers. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like I uh, but yeah, that was so amazing. And then I literally went from that. Uh, Trey was like moving his shit out, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is really happening. Yeah. We're moving out." Well, here we go. And so, because before that, when I lived by myself in Louisville, and Trey came and talked to me about the loft, I was like. Yeah, I'll live in the loft. My lease is up in a month. Yeah. It'd be no problem. We took our time moving. Um, you know, I didn't have to like fucking break a lease or anything. It worked out perfect. And then we get that loft and then he's like, I'm moving in April or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then March came around and I realized, oh, I still hadn't even attempted to find a new place and i was just like i've i've waited too long i'm starting to call these places and they're like no no i'm sorry you should call like two months ago i'm like i know i know so finally i work with this dude and he's like well i live in a two-bedroom apartment uh, i wouldn't mind somebody sharing the rent and i was like okay and i went to go see the apartment and the way it was laid out was really nice because it was like a bedroom on one side and then like a communal kitchen and living room, and mm -hmm. then a bedroom on the other side. Mm -hmm. So the way it was set up is almost kind of like one and a half and one and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was laid out really well, and it that worked out really well, but the guy that lived it was just, uh, wow. I mean, 50-year-old, uh, depressed, um, had the strangest drinking problem I've ever seen in my life. I need a roommate because I'm lonely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For lack of a better phrase. <clears throat> Which I, I, he I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's a good guy. I, he's, he's all right. <laughs> uh, ask anybody that knows him and they'll all say, yeah, he's all right. Um, he had the strangest drinking problem I've ever witnessed, though, in my entire life. He would never drink, ever. One night a month, he would binge. Like I'd never seen in my life. Like he would buy a giant fucking, you know, not a fifth, but the one size up. I guess that's a handle. I don't really know. I don't buy liquor in that kind of no, bulk. But uh, no. uh, whatever double a fifth is, like the big fucking bottle, but not the one with the handle. Right. The one in between there. He would buy one of those and finish it. Uh, no matter how long it took him. Mm -hmm. It was just that one night he'd just get up and just start making these giant fucking double drinks. Jesus. And just pretty much pretty much finish it. I mean, there was a couple of times where he didn't, but like at the same time, a lot of times he did. And uh, But it was one night a month. And that was back when we were still doing aberrant lines, and I would have to go all the way up to Denton on the train and shit, and I'd go up and practice, and then I'd come home on the train, and I'd get back to Dallas around like 11 or 11:30 and have no fucking clue what I was about to walk into. Like is it going to be like him just watching TV or is it going to be him like halfway through a giant fucking bottle of vodka on his one binge night of the month? And I got to where like I lived with him for like 8 months. I got to the fat I got to the point where I could I knew when his days off were because we worked at the same place. mm Mhm. And I was his manager, technically, which was also awkward. But, like, 
I, I got to know when his days off were, so I, I could kind of predict when he was going to do that because it was always on the night before because he always had two days off in a row. Mm. It was always one of the weeks where he had the night before his two-day off stretch. So he'd fucking get fucking super fucking drunk that first fucking night, you know, get off work late, get drunk as fuck, pretty much stay up all night, and uh, just use like the next day and then the next day to pretty much just recover from that whole right. crazy fucking weird binge he went on. It was so strange, man. Like, um, I, I, I honestly like, I, I thought, and I really hope he didn't listen to this. But I don't think he'd ever find it. But I, uh, I really thought f- that I would wake up in the middle of the night at some point. And have to fight him off of me. Like him fucking freakishly trying to <laughs> kill me or something. It blacked out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I uh, I was slightly worried that he would kind of... Oh. Uh, <laughs> that he would just kind of knock on the door and I'd be asleep and he'd just sneak his way in. And fucking stab me like 20 times. I was not I was not fucking comfortable uh, living there. If then that's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, I moved out of there as quickly as possible. Actually he kinda kicked me out. He was like, I'm not renewing my lease and it's up in a month, so By the, the, the way, you out. have thirty days to get your shit yeah. out of here. You helped me move from there. It was when I lived off the tollway and moved here. Or or here. Didn't Yeah. Yeah. Same apartment. I've been yeah. living in since then. So, I remember helping you move into the loft in Dallas and, and moving your fucking huge ass big box TV yeah. up there. And I, I just remember thinking, I remember saying, I'm never moving this TV again, Billy. Down. Yeah. I remember that too. It's You kept your promise too. You, yeah. You didn't help. Like no. <laughs> I, told, I told you. You want to move no, it? I, okay. Dude, I totally get it. And you know what's worse? Down with that thing. Yeah, a hundred times. Yeah, more. up is nothing because it's like one step at a time. Hukong. It's like Hukong. Huh? Rest. Hukong. Huh? Rest. It's no, on, down. And, it's and it like was, down. Hold. Well, and the TV was on wheels too. So yeah. like once we got to level ground, you could push it. Yeah. But like going down, it was like you push it to the end of the stairs, and it was like okay, everybody. Hukong. And then it's like it's, it's halfway on the stair. Hold it. Hukong. Next step. Hukong. Yeah. Ugh. I broke off like. It had these nice, like, decorative, like, border around the bottom of it. Yeah. Taking it down those stairs, every single border fucking snapped straight off. I did. I destroyed that TV on the way down those stairs. And I don't even remember what I did with it. I It never made it to my apartment in Denton. I think I left it outside of the apartment in Dallas. Good. I'm pretty sure. It's kind of sad now when I think about it. That was the TV I grew up on. <laughs> Did you get that from your parents? Yeah, dude. That was a TV like I literally like we got when I was like ten. It'd be the screen would be burned oh, out be by total now. Anyway. Dog shit now. But I learned how to maintain it. Like I, it was a projection big screen. You know, back when they used to yeah yeah project on the screen. And they used to make these giant TVs, but it was always blue, just kinda like red, really and green, bright, right? and you could yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And I learned uh, how to maintain it. I learned how to clean the lenses off. Nice. So I. Um, my parents gave it to me when I was in college still, and then I moved it up to that loft, and when I got it up to that loft, 
I I mean, I'd had that TV for fucking almost 10 years at that point. Yeah. And so I pulled everything off, pulled the back off, and those lenses were just coated in dust. I took this, like, uh, isopropyl alcohol wipe, just whoop, wiped it off each little lens. Whoop. Put everything back together. Dude, it was like a brand new fucking TV. It was still a projection big screen, but yeah. a brand new projection big screen. Nice. Red, green, blue, RGB. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, right about, a, about to an wrap hour it up. 40. I mean, I didn't touch on any of these things I wrote down. Let's um, touch on them. Yeah, I mean, this will be a good kind of, this might be kind of good for the next 10 minutes. Let's do it. The Austin Bomber. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm to talk about it. That's, I keep that, writing shit. <laughs> that's an interesting uh, line. I'm not even going to lie. Well, when will you lie, asshole? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. Not even, I'm not even going to... This time, <laughs> like this time, yeah. I don't know nothing about. Not yeah. gonna lie, this Next time, time is understood. I make no promises. Yeah, it's like I understood you. I really need to stop saying that. That's all right. I I think it's not all around right. around don't here. Give it's me all that right. Out. Around here, it's all right. No, no. I need to hold. We need to hold each other to higher standards. I'm not I gonna lie. Agree. Well, don't fucking lie ever, asshole. I I, I do agree to that. Like uh, I think both of us have been. Like you, you clued me in on my talking over people. I had no idea I was doing that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like people are. Well, I just did it to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, no, no. But like, Take I think you were gonna add to what I was already saying. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's that's a thing. Like, um, the the talking over was a big thing. I didn't know. Ums. Likes, yes. Yes. Uh, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I think both of us have gotten a lot better at not saying um like. Um, like all the time, being very that's deliberate. In what we say that's a big, big. It really thing. is, especially it with really podcasting. It's a huge thing. Like, think about what you're gonna say before you say it. Like, I just said, like, God damn it, that's all right, <laughs> that's all right. You're only noticing it now because you. But you, I think I was about to say an analogy or I want to say so that technically I do want to say something, and this is how I know this is about time to wrap it up. Yeah. Is a mm-hmm. I'm starting to slur my speech. Yeah, you are a little bit. I'll, I'll see that. Yeah, here. Little little roll reversal. Yeah, well, you do like the little. Uh, I'm starting to slur my exactly. speech. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Number two, I want to go out and do something after this. Okay, and I've already accepted the fact that I'm gonna have to call Uber. All right, that's how I know I'm getting drunk. <laughs> That's and I'm already halfway through this. That's a stout fucking beer. Yeah. It is. It is. I'm not drinking. Look, it even says stovepipe. Does it really? Yes, right above the tin. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love know. that. That has become a term for this type of beer. I love when like slang hits. Yeah. Yo, sh- stovepipe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. Yes. So, uh, All right. Well, since we're both drunk, I don't think yeah, we should touch on those. I don't know anything yeah, about I mean, the Austin, Austin Bomber. bomber. Yeah, okay. Well, all that happened really, uh, I'll just paraphrase the whole situation, which is super no, insensitive. It's, but it's I'm, not a laughing matter. It's not a laughing matter. Uh, he's this, caught. He's dead. You know. Uh, and fuck he, him anyway. Fuck him anyway is right. 
the biggest thing with him was he was a uh, we we've been seeing a rise in you know the terrorist community. We've been seeing a rise in the um, people are definitely getting more ballsy. They're getting more ballsy, but they're also getting uh, how do I say this without being racist? Lighter in complexion, white, white, whiter, Wh- whiter in complexion for sure. Terrorists um, are whiter. Is that what you're saying? They're whiter. That's not yeah. racist because you're white. There you go. I like that. I like that logic. Listen, you fucking white honkies. Stop blowing shit up. Yes. Stop fucking shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so Seriously, just stop. You're giving all of us a shitty fucking name. Yeah. Our yeah. ancestors already did that. So I know. We're- yeah, we don't need you fucking it up yeah. even more. We have had it. <laughs> <laughs> we're Listen, we're so done with the pillaging <laughs> and the raping and the raping and the owning of people. You know what's so weird though? Like, like the raping and the pillaging has just—it's modernized. Like the raping is now like the whole. Sexual assault in the workplace, yeah. Me Too yeah. thing. Yeah. The pillaging is now the mass shooting thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's we're crazy. the same fucking race. Yes. We're the same fucking species, but now it's evolved. It's not like, it's no. not literally raping. It's not literally pillaging, but it's like a fucking offshoot of both of those. You know what I mean? Well, from raping and pillaging to where we are now, it is a step forward. I oh, will yeah. say that. We're way better. Yeah, yeah. But we need to progress even more. Yes, we do. So, well, There's actually a book I want to recommend real quick. I haven't read it. It's on my list. I'm going to read it. I've only heard interviews with the author, and it seems like a really, 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 really amazing book that I think really? everybody needs to read. It's called Enlightenment Now, and it's by a an author called Steven Pinkler. Uh, he's a neuroscientist. I think he's also a, a cognitive scientist. So like he studies like how the mind works and stuff like that. And what this book is, it's, you know, you hear on social media all the time. Oh, the world's going to shit. Oh, we're fucking devolving. Oh, we're becoming like, we're, we're getting closer to whatever chimps or whatever. We're devolving, you know, like the society's like the worst it's ever been. And like this book is proof, scientific proof that it's not the worst it's ever been. It's actually we're living in a time that is fucking amazing. And we are. And he uses scientific facts. He uses statistics, graphs like I don't recommend buying it on a nook or something. Buy it. Buy the physical fucking book because okay. it's because it's That's got graphs go. and it's got That's visual references go. in it. Listen, listen. Everybody should have a library in their house. Yeah, but this books book, are cool. But everybody should have a library in their house because. Yeah, that's how you that that's how knowledge truly lives on. I agree. You know, you, you know what's going to happen. There is going to be a World War Three eventually. Yeah, we are the human species and we like war. And we're so, tribal. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the way knowledge lives on is by writing it down. Yep. Yep. In World War Three, there is going to be an EMP and it's going to wipe all our shit clean. Yeah. 
So all your hard drives have a legit book. Yes, I totally agree. And yeah, the only reason I'm recommending this book is because I, 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 Facebook has become kind of a depressing thing now. Like when you go on Facebook, it's a whole lot of doom and gloom. Everybody talking about how far we've devolved and how fucking far we are and how shitty we all are and how society is ruined now. It's not. It's not at all. I'm not going to lie. I just rejoined Facebook. Oh, there you go. I made a profile and then was like, nah, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny. It's like I know a huge wave of people that are starting to get off Facebook because it is more negative than like Instagram is the most positive fucking social media thing I'm not ever. on Instagram. Instagram is amazing. If you want positivity and you want people being like, you look great in that fucking picture. Yeah, fucking keep working out. You're the shit. Instagram is amazing for that. Well, see, I like that. Twitter is probably the most <laughs> negative out of everything. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> because you could take like a well thought out like debuttal to something that maybe might have taken you a minute to say and you got to condense it to 140 characters and we do that at, or it's 280 now they they expanded the total number of characters you could write now so uh but when you condense that into a a paragraph mm-hmm. <laughs> you sound a little bit sociopathic like because you're like i can explain myself in two paragraphs if i have to condense it to what? two sentences i sound yeah. like a jackass yeah <laughs> There's too There's many no caveats in two sentences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak it. Hey, let's let's go ahead and cut this off. All right, let's yeah. go ahead and cut That's this off. Idea. I think I think we need to before, before we two hours start. Here. Yeah, I mean it's been a good one. You and it me. It has been a really good one. Me and you. We had a lot to no talk about. No matter how they toss the dice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I'm trying to remember the lyric. Hold on. Give me a second. It had, it to, had be. to be. <laughs> the, only the only one, one for, for me you. is you. You for me. So happy, happy together. Okay. Oh, man. You just let That's the song we're closing to. That's the song that's going to be in the pocket. The turtles. So happy together. Awesome. Yes. All right. Awesome. Episode 24 in the fucking books. Yes. This is a very good one. We, 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 uh,. We have some guests lined up. We have a very special guest lined up. And yes. Probably yes. the next week or two. Um, y'all all know him, but um, we're not going to say his name because we want to surprise everybody. John. So, yeah, we'll just call him John. Smash. John Smith. Doe. John Doe. Smith. Smith the first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys Senior. for listening. Yeah, I'm Blake. Yes. I'm Billy. We love you, fuckers.
the dice it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me so happy together So happy to hear. 